This is the Pirate Radio Podcast. And welcome in to another edition of Storytellers. I am your host, Shirley Rhodes, and my guest today is Dawn Manning, who is the Athletics Director over at Pitt Community College. Dawn, thank you so much for uh, joining me on this edition of Storytellers. Thanks for having me. Uh, I got the phone call and was like, whoa, and uh, a little a little out of my comfort zone as well, but uh, happy to do it and glad, glad to be here. Well, we're going to, I promise you, I'll make it very easy on you. Um, I just wanted to kind of go back and uh, kind of uh, kind of map out the path um, that you took in life to to get you to where you are today. So uh, you grew up in Martin County, if I'm if That's my right. memory serves. Williamson. Williamson. Right. Okay. Um, and uh, so growing up in uh, Martin County, uh, did you play sports when you were growing up? I mean, it, you know, where did your uh, kind of connection to sports kind of start? Yes. Uh, so I played slow pitch softball because, you know, back uh, in that time in eastern North Carolina, that's all we had. I played slow pitch softball and I actually played soccer. Uh, oh, okay. I uh, didn't have volleyball was not not around uh, in our area, and and tennis wasn't a big thing in our area uh, at the time. And you know, you had your track and field, but I guess starting at a young age, it was soccer and softball. Oh, okay, so you played uh, soccer, you played softball. Where in the world did tennis play in? So tennis came in. Uh, the summer before my freshman year of high school, we, uh, my high school tennis coach, she was married to uh, a local surgeon in town, and she had a passion and love for tennis that they brought with with them to Eastern North Carolina when they when they moved, and she had a mixed doubles tournament, and we always played around growing up. We mm-hmm. go at the pool and play tennis a little bit, play golf, you know, do those little types of things, but nothing nothing big, and so my I played in a mixed doubles tennis tournament with my cousin and said, oh, okay, I think I'm, I think I'm going to do this. And she had started the girls' tennis program at Williamson High School the year before that. Okay. And, and so um, my, I had some friends that were already playing tennis, and so I said, let's play in this tournament. And there my love for tennis began. Um, my freshman year, uh, the summer before my freshman year of high school, which was in summer of 89. Mm-hmm. And uh, from there, uh, really, tennis kind of came my main focus. I played three sports in high school as a three-sport athlete, playing uh, tennis and basketball and softball. Uh, but my love really was for tennis and softball. I think mm-hmm. basketball was more of a filler just to keep me in shape um, and to keep me active and, and focused uh, with a little 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 more drive uh, in the in the off season but I played um, after my freshman year of high school I started playing tournament tennis I didn't overwhelm with a lot I played in some local local tournaments here in Greenville Little Washington Goldsburg Kinston um, I went to Raleigh occasionally but just to do that in the off season, mm-hmm. I, I did that over the summer. I played church league softball, you know, oh, which yeah. is a which is a fun a fun softball, always fun uh, that we that we did uh, in the summer in Martin County, growing up. But that's kind of where my passion for 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 the tennis came mm-hmm. in, um, and it it you know obviously it, it allowed me uh, to go to college mm-hmm. uh, and and play softball uh, and and tennis in in college. So it was. A, a great love of mine and just great great memories that we share and has just opened the door for a lot of opportunity now uh so 
were you recruited for both tennis and softball when you went to Barton College, or were you recruited for one and just played well, for the so other? Well, I, I was I was recruited for tennis, and I, but I was also uh, doing. I was talking with with Barton. I was talking with Peace College at the time, um, and I was also talking with. East Carolina with Sue Manahan, who was the softball mm-hmm. coach here, and she was going to allow me a walk-on opportunity because I hadn't play, ever played fast-pitch softball. Mm-hmm. And she came over and watched me play one night. She said, you know, I'm going to give you an opportunity if you'd like to walk on. That, that's all I've got to offer. And it turned out, you know, I decided, I said, I think I'm going to go the tennis route um, and, and go to Barton and, and play tennis. And then um, after after two years, a little burnout, I said, I think I'm ready for a new challenge. And that's when I decided to, to move from tennis to softball. Um, and I think being at a smaller a smaller division two, mm-hmm. NAI school actually at the time, yeah. mm-hmm. we didn't go division two until I was a junior in college. Mm-hmm. And so we were NAI at the time when we were playing, when I was playing tennis there. But I think being at a smaller school afforded me the opportunity to, to make that change and, and made it successful. And you know, it was a it was great for me at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, just lots of friends, lots of opportunities, um, lots of, of great memories to, to look back on. So, okay, so here's where you were in terms of tennis. Now, just the two that you mentioned, the two years that you played, all conference, all district, singles and doubles in 92 and 93, because I did my research. <laughs> and uh, and then, you, like you said, you moved on to... Um, uh, to softball, you were at all conference as a. Uh, did you play center field? I did. Okay, center field in softball. So, you know, despite the fact that you only played two years of tennis, you were very successful with that. And then you move on to softball, and once again, you you talked about having the to transition between slow pitch because we we come from that generation of one of the last generations of playing That's slow right. pitch softball and transitioning into that that fast pitch. And uh, I had Amy Gardner on uh, in a previous podcast, and I asked her, and I'll ask you the same thing: How hard was it to to transition between slow pitch and fast pitch. Oh, I got a funny story about that. So um, when I, I decided to, to play softball, I was you know super excited, and I started off in, in playing left field. Ended up playing ended up playing center field, and we would practice on rainy days. You know, Barton didn't have a f- indoor facility, so mm-hmm. we'd go in the gym and practice. And uh, they go, we need to do some live scrimmage situations, and they're like, let Dawn bat. <laughs> because she can't hit, and uh, so we're in a in, a, in the gym, you know, the infield set up for us to do to mm-hmm. do live live situations. You know, they the pitchers would pitch, the coach would you know mm-hmm. place a bunt or a hit wherever. Well, they're like, let's let her swing away. So I'm swinging away live in the Barton in the gym at Barton. And finally, something clicked on one rainy day, and I hit one off the rafters, and they said, well, she can't be our live batter anymore. <laughs> and so that was like, that was uh, a, a good ways into the into the fall season. So uh, we, we kind of laughed. We, we, I had our ups and downs with, uh, with, with, with the hitting. You know, mm-hmm. it was definitely, it was definitely a change, obviously. Mm-hmm. I go from some big high arc coming in to, you know, pitches coming in you know rice balls change-ups everything Mm -hmm. um and we would there was a a, there were like four of us that we'd go from like in the lineup to like four five six and then we go maybe six seven eight we might even be eight eight nine and i did get into the one spot occasionally but you know i was like you know 
I was still quick at the time, I think, and, and could lay down a good bunt. So mm-hmm. I, I did fill in in the nine spot some, um, you know, and hopefully get some people on base, get some people around. But it definitely was – it was not easy, but it just took a lot of hard work and, uh, and and ended up catching on. And even from a conditioning standpoint, because fast pitch softball is, is, is a faster-paced game. Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, when you're playing slow pitch, especially if you're playing outfield, sometimes you're just sitting there all day and you, want, you have to resist the urge to pick dandelions out yeah. in the outfield, you know, <laughs> um, because I, I was an outfielder and I, you know, I would find myself, you know, Oh, what do I have to do after the game? Okay, so I have dinner. Can I go a lot hang out? More oh yeah, involved. And yeah. So you got to be paying attention. You know, you go from playing slow pitch softball to you know all of a sudden the shortstop's giving me signs behind her back. And the first day they started doing that, I remember I was like, Melanie, what are you doing? She goes, <laughs> That's the pitches that we're calling. And I was like, Oh. I got it now. You know, it's click. Like, so, you know, be ready because this is what she's pitching. So you'll be aware of, of what's going on because, you know, if there's a if, if there's a girl that gets hold of one of, one of the change-ups up there, you better be on your toes. So, yeah, it's definitely, definitely uh, very different um, and, and ch- had its challenges. But I think I, over, I overcame those pretty, pretty well. Oh, yeah. I, I would say so. So you graduate um, Barton with what degree? Sports management. Sports degree. management. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So where do you go? Where did you go after, you know, graduation? So after graduation, I graduated in the spring of 92. Um, and I took a position over at uh, Parrot Academy in Kinston uh, as an elementary PE teacher coaching tennis, uh, seventh grade basketball and softball and I uh, taught elementary PE and I did that for uh, I was at Parrot for 13 years mm-hmm. so I was there from uh, 90, 90 summer of 96 did I say 92 summer of Summer of 96 until... I was going to say, because yeah, when you said yeah. 92, I was 90, like, wait a minute, I graduated high school. high school. school <laughs> I was like, because I graduated yeah. high school in 93, and you were already at Barton by I the time like I got it, there. I'd like to have for it to have been 92 <laughs> at this point in life. Uh, summer of 96 until uh, 2009. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I spent 13, 13 great years over there. Um, coached, uh, ended up coaching JV basketball at the end. I uh, got out of tennis at some point and was co- head softball coach and, and JV basketball coach. Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, as you mentioned, um, for softball, you played uh, or competed for five state titles and you won one in 2006. That's correct. That's correct. And uh, so, you, so you're a, you coached the three sports. Oh, how was it, uh, you know, in terms of being a former player and then transitioning to becoming a coach, how difficult was it for you to uh, be able to take what you learned as a former athlete and be able to pass that on to a younger generation? Oh, wow. I can't believe my coaches didn't have more gray hair than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we always laughed and said I was a, a good game day player. I was a terrible practice player. But, uh, you know, I, 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 I credit the the people that I, I played under. Mm-hmm. Uh, really going back to my high school, my high school coaches uh, and Peggy Taylor, who I played softball and basketball for, and uh, Ruth Agee, who I played tennis mm-hmm. for. Uh, really, you know, just setting the example of of how you should lead, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it, you take yourself out of it. It's very selfless. And uh, you, you're, you're giving back to these kids, trying to give them an opportunity um, and create something 
create something great for them. And uh, I, I mean, honestly, I, di- I did. I love coaching. I wasn't sure if I, mm-hmm. how I was going to love it. Really love coaching basketball more than I did the tennis and the softball. Really? I and that did. wasn't a, a sport no, that no, you were. No, I just, I love, I think I love the strategy of the basketball. Okay. Okay. Um, I just, I really enjoyed uh, if something about being in the gym. Mm-hmm. And I mean, nothing better than being on a fresh cut softball field and, you know, music playing for batting practice and a, a great spring day. But the I really thoroughly enjoyed my time uh, coaching basketball. And I, I was assistant coach uh, for the varsity coach. Yeah, you know, I, I sat and helped her uh, for a couple of years as well. And I think that was fun too, learning, learning from Kay and watching her. Um, but just being able to watch these young girls uh, grow and compete and, and being at a private school, you get to see them when they come in as seventh graders, and then you get to see them leave mm-hmm. as, as seniors. So you watch that maturing process, uh, and you're you know you're kind of part of their story and part of part of their history, and uh, it's 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 really neat. It's really neat to watch them, and and also being at a private school, you know, it's very different. But you can coach them from seventh through twelfth grade because you talk about the state championship team I had in in two thousand six at Parrot. I had some phenomenal athletes i just had some phenomenal kids and families on that team and but great athletes who went on to play college ball i Mm -hmm. you know i look back and on that team i had uh anna roberts and Brittany robinson and katie causey they're all from pitt county they went on to play at unc chapel hill Mm -hmm. i had charlotte goins uh who uh, was from newburn went on to play lacrosse no, excuse me. She played field hockey mm-hmm. at Yale. I mean, so we oh, had wow. some we had some great and some other kids that were just great athletes and just chose school based on studies versus versus athletics. And um, yeah, I was I was had some great great kids and families, great memories, but just loved coaching. I'm glad I am where I am now mm-hmm. on the, on the other side of it. But um, I think. I look back, and it was those coaches and the impressions that they made on my life. And I tried to emulate my coaching, you know, with how they coached, mm-hmm. and 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 they mentored me. And I spent a lot of time with my old high school coach. You know, oh my gosh, this kid's driving me crazy. This is when she go. Now you know how I felt all those years. <laughs> welcome to the club. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> uh, but no, it's it it's, it was it was great, and uh, I thankful and, and very blessed for my time for my time coaching at Parrot. You know, I think um, when it comes to kids, like I think some of the coaches that I've talked to, you know, throughout the years, it doesn't matter what sport, right. um, that it, one of the most rewarding things as a coach is seeing a kid that they're trying to develop whatever their skills or watching them mature. When they get that, when that kid gets that, what they call the aha moment, that right. just that moment where they just get it. Yeah. Um, that that is one of the most rewarding things about being a coach. What was your do you did you ever have like an aha moment where you said, okay, you know what, I can do this coaching thing? Oh wow, that's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, coaching three sports and and being up and excited every time mm-hmm. you walk on the court or the field you know that takes a lot every day you're, you're like oh god i gotta go it's, you know, it's tennis season and it's 95 degrees outside and we got to go on, on the courts for 
for two hours or it's 40 degrees and the wind's blowing and we're on the softball field about to blow us maybe that's why i like basketball is it yeah, indoor, right? it's indoors I'm telling myself, <laughs> no really um but i think um like you said when you see a kid grasp what what you're trying to teach them mm-hmm. and and get that concept and go okay this is this is making me better as a as a player, uh, as a per- and most importantly is about developing them mm-hmm. as, as people, right? And, and putting them out into society to be to be great people, um, no matter no matter what it is and what it looks like. Um, but that aha moment, um, I don't know that I had an aha moment. I mm-hmm. think just I took pride and pleasure in in watching them just be successful and you know everybody's not going to be successful as an athlete right um it may be i think i looked at it more as are you being successful in life you know Mm -hmm. what did you accomplish that test you know did you did you make a great grade on that because you know you see them excited from that and that excitement carries over into other parts of their life so i mm-hmm. think being yeah. as a as a person just being happy and and full and well-rounded but the aha moment of oh gosh you know i really am making an impact or i really love what i'm doing or mm-hmm. I, I don't think i had an, an aha moment i just i love being around athletics mm-hmm. um i think that's who i that's who i am in some capacity whatever that looks like uh, but being able to watch I think I think at this point in my life where I am now to be able to see the kids that I talked they're becoming parents mm-hmm. and now their kids are getting into sports um, and being able to watch them and watch the pride that they take you know and I'll get texts and go hey coach guess what you know my little girl's playing softball now mm-hmm. thought about you and you know those are things and then you go okay I was doing something right it's almost like a little piece of a legacy right. that you're leaving That's behind right. and it's just like I, I told you a minute ago uh, it just clicked when the the 12U uh, team here from from Winterville was down in Georgia I realized that one of my former athletes daughters was on this team and i was like oh my gosh this is amazing and you know she looks just like her mom her mom is a great athlete she plays like her mom and i saw her last night you know for the first time live on tv and yeah i thought back to to ashley playing for me i said oh my gosh that's her that's her reincarnated like it's Mm -hmm. really cool um to be able to to be able to see this um and and watch my i still call them my kids they're always Mm -hmm. my kids grow up and and have families and and careers and be able to see you know see what's going on in their lives so you were at parrot for 13 years Mm -hmm. so how did this opportunity with Pitt community college arise so um uh some changes took place over over at parrot and my husband was coaching our my, our oldest child in uh, baseball, mm-hmm. and he was coaching against Junior Bailey, who was the former athletic director and softball coach at Pitt Community College. Oh. And Tim and Junior coached all stars together. Okay, and so. Just along that summer and that path, Junior said, why don't you come join our staff out at Pitt? And so I had the opportunity to go into the athletic department there and and have been there um, since 2010. Um, wow so, yeah so it's so been had, a while been a, had a had a stint uh had a stint there at, at pit since then um so you know done a couple different things there um was the assistant ad before i, I rolled into this role um and have been uh the athletic I was actually trying to think that on the way over here i think it's 2018 19 mm-hmm. 
I think it was 18, 19, because I think I had a year under my belt before COVID hit. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 Uh, so you you get into this role, you know, I, I wonder all the time, you know, how, you know, when you started a, a different position, especially a position like an athletics director, how much of the former athlete in you, how much of the former coach in you plays into some of the decisions that you make as an athletics director? Oh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a different transition for sure, because, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's it, it's it's our job to, to have a clear mind. Coaches are, you know, coaches get in that mindset, you know, that they're focused on their team mm-hmm. and, and, and their kids and their program. And I think we have to learn, you have to learn as an administrator to see everything as a whole mm-hmm. and, and make the decisions based on what's going to benefit everyone as as a whole um and sometimes that can be that can be challenging with (laughs) with coaches thinking oh no no uh but when you take a step back Mm -hmm. and and try to look at the big try to look at the big picture um i think that is i mean that's definitely that's definitely key i think being a former athlete Mm -hmm. being a former coach i think that can make you i mean Obviously, it doesn't it doesn't define you as an administrator. Right, I think right. it does help because you've been in you've been in all those roles, right? And you you've been able you've been able to see it. You know, I, I, obviously, I, I I played collegiately, uh, which is a you know a, a blessing. I was able to to coach, and I coached at a middle school and high school level, and in a private school setting, which is different. Um, but I then have been at a junior college. And it, I feel like I've seen, yeah, you know, kind of been around all of it mm-hmm. at some point, playing, coaching, now in an administrative role. Um, and uh, it's, you know, I like being on the other side. I like being on the administrative side of it. Uh, I like seeing it all come together. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that, you know, the fact. I feel like we've got a great staff, at, a seasoned veteran staff out at out at Pitt. Um, and we've got some good club coaches in place out there. Yeah, you do have some good coaches. Of course, uh, Amy Gardner, uh, I will you know shout till the you know I'm blue in the face is one of the the best softball coaches I've ever come across and I used to play with her so I know how good of a athlete she used to be and I say used to be because she doesn't play softball anymore <laughs> I still do I I have that mindset of I don't want to coach I just want to keep playing until my legs fall off but um you know you also have Tommy Eason who runs the uh the Pitt Community College baseball team over there he has a very successful program over there what do you think is your biggest challenge as an administrator in terms of not only uh keeping and maintaining some of your more successful programs but also bringing up the other programs to kind of get them up to that level as well right money we need money we need donors <laughs> it's the almighty dollar everything's about almighty, money it's the almighty dollar uh you know we've got um we we've got great programs uh at pit we've got four you know obviously we have softball and baseball we have men's basketball mm-hmm. and court volley we have to say court volleyball now because sand volleyball is, is oh such yeah a big yeah thing. so mm-hmm. i say we we use the term court volleyball you know um we've got Derek mullins who's our men's basketball coach Derek's been there i think since 2010 2011 uh he's uh you know, born and raised in Pitt County, uh, has a lot of connections here. And then we've got Norm Cabacar, who runs our volley, women's uh, court volleyball program. And Norm's a legend in himself and as a high school coach here at J.H. Rose High mm-hmm. School. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got, you know, we've got great, we've got great programs all around it, all around at Pitt. 
and uh, we need donors, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. Laugh, that's like, fair. That's fair. Yeah, junior college athletics, we do not use, um, in athletics, just in, in general, we do not use state dollars for athletics in North Carolina. So it can be challenging, you know, finding finding fits and being able to um, sustain your program mm-hmm. and grow your program. You know, you, you got to sustain them, and I think we've done a, a great job over the years at Pitt. Um, and, and then you want to see... The, you want to see the growth in your in your programs and in your and in your department as well. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and since you mentioned growth, that was going to lead into my next question. What is your vision? You've you've been in this administrative role uh, for a few years, and then you know now as the athletics director, what is your vision for the athletic department at Pitt Community College? Let's say, you know, in the next ten years. Yeah. Um, I always, uh, you want to leave a place better than you found it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. not a knock ever on anybody that was there previously because we've had some great people there. But you always want to, you want to leave it, you want to leave it better than, than what you found it. You want to, to have shown some growth. We want to grow our department. I mean, obviously, uh, one, one big thing is facilities uh, for mm-hmm. us. Um, we we need to have a softball field on campus and um we you know that's it's in the master plan there um and we currently play it uh we've got a great relationship with winterville parks and rec so we we um we use their facility uh to to play our games and and to practice on i think to see a softball field mm-hmm. and not just a field um a complex more mm-hmm. um something that that you know, I, I have a vision in my head of what I'd like to see it look like, a, a shared indoor space for mm-hmm. baseball and softball, indoor faci- hit, hitting facility that could be a shared space between the two, between two fields. Um, you know, I'd like to see us you know, have a better weight room, be able to, mm-hmm. you know, provide better for our athletes for strength and, strength and conditioning programs. You know, we don't have dorms on campus. So, you know, I know in, in, in larger schools, you've got the food table and, you know, that mm-hmm. they bring, and that's, you know, the dietary nutrition part of it, such a big part. I mean, it, it's a very important piece always for us, but, you know, we're junior college and lower lower end with that by not having you know a dining hall on campus mm-hmm. and in dorms and things like that but i think facility growth growth i mean i would love to see us at some point add some add some teams but i think we've been in in a in a the day we are now in the current state um uh i think with us just having four teams and doing it well mm-hmm. yeah i think that's important yeah oh yeah I, I, we see growth in our region um, and we've got 37 schools in, in Region 10 that we compete in. And you see sports added and you see sports drop, added and dropped. And I think we've always been very consistent and we've been good at what we do mm-hmm. um, and put, putting a good product out there. And that, you know, obviously starts with our staff and then in what we recruit and, and what our expectations are. Um, we had 22 student athletes this past spring that had a GPA of 3.6. Uh, or higher uh, that were recognized nationally um, you know that's important um, right right for us to see these see these young people and watch them go on and, and graduate from mm-hmm. us go on to a four-year school or a trade I mean obviously uh, we're, we're very trade oriented at Pitt whatever fits you whatever's mm-hmm. best fit for you but to, to go on and, and fulfill that dream of playing at the next level at, at a division 
Division two, Division three, Division one, however that looks at a four-year college or university, or go on to, to go into a health science field, if that's what it looks like, because that's what a lot of our female athletes trend to, mm-hmm. is, is in the health sciences. Uh, but just helping them reach that next goal and, and being being great people and, and giving and giving back and uh, to where they came from. And when you talk about growth in the facilities, you know, Pitt Community College has grown over oh, the wow, years yes. uh, exponentially. <laughs> yes. uh, I see, you know, every time I turn around, it, it seems like there's a new building. I'm like, where did that come from? I'm now lost, um, which is well, it might not be easy for everybody. It's real easy for me to do. But um, with the expansion of just the school as a whole, where ideally would you like to to see the softball complex being built? Uh, I'd like to see it being built um, out on the backside um, of of the baseball field mm-hmm. um, on the property that's that's kind of. I always talk about it. I look out my window and have a great view. I've got a, a pond back there. I can see the baseball mm-hmm. field. I would like for the home plates to match up with a facility. Oh, that would be neat. Yeah, facility in between. And that's my that's my vision for it. You know, being able to look out and being able to see that. I mean, we just um, we just had another building go up on camp on, on campus. Our mm-hmm. institutional advancement building. Uh, and we are next in line as a welding facility. Uh, so, you know, we are just growing leaps and bounds out there. Um, we Pitt Community College is a, is a great place to be. It's growing, it's thriving, and um, we're just, you know, excited to be a part of it. And that, uh, and of course, uh uh, Pitt County Schools, they had that early college that's building correct. that's right yep. on campus that's as a well. Gorgeous building. It is a very gorgeous building. As a matter of fact, my niece uh, graduated from early college. She was one of the uh, first couple of classes okay. that uh, actually were uh, that graduated from there. But uh, does the athletic department have any connection in terms of when I say connection, I mean any type of recruiting? Can you do that with the early college kids, or is I, that a little bit different? Little, it's a little bit different. Okay. Um, yeah, because. I mean, they for us to. I mean, obviously, we could recruit them uh, to play a sport, right? Their junior year, but you know, as, as far as any other other kind of contact, we really we really don't have that. With okay, them. yeah, because now that I think about it, I think that there, that sports was not kind of an option if you were going right, right. I, I, at yeah. least in the early. I don't yeah. know if it is that's now, right. but no, uh, yeah, still. in the early days, I yeah. know that sports was not an option if you chose early college. Okay, so we are at where you are now. So uh, we have covered the this is your life portion. Oh, wow. Now we're going to get into the fun part. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to end the podcast with some fun questions. Okay. And so, and I promise they're, they're easy. Well, I say they're easy, but uh, it, sometimes I throw somebody for a loop. But uh, uh, one of my questions is, is what is the most used app on your phone? Um, probably Instagram. Instagram? Yeah. Are you like a lurker? You like to look at photos, yeah, but not really post anything? Yeah, I post, I, I do post some, but I, I do a lot of, I do a lot of stalking. Yeah, I, I, I do the same thing. I did the same thing. Stalk, that's a bad word to use. No, I don't I, I, that's why I, stalking. that's why I use the word lurk. lurker. Yeah, I'm a lurker. Because I, yeah, I lurk. Yeah, I, yeah. I look at a lot of photos, I but I almost never. I don't never, post as much, but yeah. I do. I'm on my social media apps too much. <laughs> Um, okay, so my next question would be, what's the one thing that you own that you really should throw out? One thing I own I should really throw out. Oh, gosh. <laughs> one of the 50 pair of tennis shoes I have, probably. <laughs> 
too big of a choice in the morning. I, no. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, tennis yeah, shoes. Yeah, I, I have way too many. Okay. I get rid of some. Favorite motivational quote. Favorite motivational quote. Quote. And it um, doesn't have to be sports related. Yeah, I mean. I, I kind of live by, I, I tell my kids all the time, you know, remember who you are and where you came from. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Remember That's a, who you are and where you came from. Okay. Don't forget your roots. Definitely don't forget your roots. Yeah. Because um, I think that, that's, you know, that's part of, of who you are. You know, mm-hmm. it's easy to sit back and, and, and judge, but until you've walked in somebody's shoes, you you don't know why they think the way they think. I think it's all part of their history and their past and, you know. Be, be true to yourself and, and, and where you came from. I think that's excellent, excellent advice. Um, favorite smell? Favorite smell. Uh, fresh cut grass. Oh, yeah. Is that weird? No, because I love that smell. Yeah, yeah fresh cut grass, especially if it's fresh cut grass after, like the day after a rain. Yes. It's just that it has a different smell to yes. it. So yeah, okay, I'm I'm with that one. Okay, final question: favorite sports memory that you have of yours from your sports career um, as a player, as a player, as a player. So we were down in this, and it's really not about. Well, it is. Um, we were at Longwood College playing a softball game and I call myself having myself together you know when I when I played ball Mm -hmm. and Longwood College and I don't I don't remember a lot about the game but they had at the time they had a breakaway fence in their outfield Mm. and a girl hit a shot in the gap between myself I was in center field and our left fielder and it took a one hop and it bounced over the fence and I jumped over the fence and I played the ball. You played the ball? Yeah. Oh, that's great. And everybody on the field is going, what are you doing? My coach is standing there with her hands thrown in the air and puts them on her head. And I'm out there, I'm like, what? Like, you know. That fence wasn't there. We held her to a, you know, we held her to a triple and they're like, it would have been a ground rule double, Dawn. Why did you jump the fence and play the ball? And I was like, they're like, we appreciate your aggressiveness, but next time, just let it go. Hold your hands up, and it's going to be a ground rule double. So I'm just, I'm telling on one of my one of my bloopers uh, that I that I, I mean, there, I was blessed with a a, a, a great athletic career in, mm-hmm. in high school and in and in college. Um, and uh, there's just so many. I mean, tennis uh, afforded me a, a lot uh, mm-hmm. in high school, a, lo- a lot of accolades, and, and those. And uh, you know, that's how I. I don't look at myself. I look at what we can accomplish as a team mm-hmm. um, more than more than myself. And yeah, you know, look back at that. Mom likes to remind me all the time. Oh, remember you did this, and I, I do remember that. It's awesome. It makes you smile. But you know, I just. I love my tennis team from high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we still have a group chat, you know. Oh and, wow! And, okay. And we talk and we go. Oh, you know, our, our coach passed away, and um, we were all at her. This kind of off a little bit, but we were all at at her at her service, 
and we used to sing in the vans. You know, you, when you're mm-hmm. athletic teams, you cut up, and we drove a van, and um, she would drive us, and we were insane acting. And, I mean, we just had small town. You know, small town. It's different than today. It, it yeah, oh, yeah, today. way different. Yeah. We'd get trapped. You know, I rem- we're up in Halifax County in Roanoke Rapids, and the, the route she took, we're trapped at this uh, light. The train's coming by, and we all jump out and run around the van. You know? Oh, yeah. And she's losing her mind because there are 15 girls outside of the van running around in circles in the van. And you all know, she can think all, of is yeah. somebody's going to get hurt. Yeah, you can't do that this day oh, yeah. be on video camera and she'd be in jail um but it's part of the perk of growing up in a small town i guess i'm circling back but we used to sing and, mm-hmm. and we we just there are lots of memories that pop up to all of us and we send them back but i mean we were fortunate we played in a, a uh, the team dual state championship at Elon College against Charlotte Catholic, who's private school, and uh, we you know we laughed the whole time. They shouldn't have been in that. We we we're the public school state champions mm-hmm. from that year. But I mean, we just so many so many great memories, and that was just a great time in my life. The high school high school tennis, and then going on to college and being able to play with so many people from across the world i mean mm-hmm. i played i played doubles uh with uh, a girl from india mm-hmm. the next year i played doubles um with a, a girl from south africa mm-hmm. i mean we played with people from croatia we paid, played with people from new zealand i mean it's just an amazing time my tennis career the people that I met mm-hmm. um, and the contacts that I met, you know, and then Tom came on to, to coach over here at East Carolina forever until he retired. Uh, so, you know, just a great opportunity then, then this, being able to play softball and, and pick that up and be with some of my dearest friends I played mm-hmm. softball with at Barton, um, who still I still talk to every every week. Uh, so, I mean, I just, I guess the real, all of it is not a, I mean, it's just about the relationship oh yeah there's made. no question and, yeah and the the people that crossed your path in your life and you know i think that helps define you and who you are and um you know it's not really quite the question you asked me but that's my i think mm-hmm. that's my biggest i mean what i feel like is my best memories are are the memories and oh the, yeah and the relationships and not one defining you know m- moment i mean we had some i mean there were some great things that happened uh during my career but i think yeah, my, my tennis time with my team and, and, and the partners that I had and pl- were able to play with were, you know, they were pretty special. And I, and I really do think that, uh, you know, it's a different uh, day and time now as far as, as kids kind of coming up and, and playing sports. You know, when we were playing sports at, at you know, in, in our time, you know, there was no social media. You had to conversate with the person next to you. Right. You had to develop that camaraderie, right. uh, you know, sitting in a van, yeah. you know, driving two and a half hours to the next meet. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, you would, you know, there was not that I don't want to use the word isolation, but there just doesn't seem to be as much of a connection with um, uh, with uh, sometimes with kids because of this advent of, right. of social media. Well, social think, media can yeah. be a good thing, but it can also... Oh, yeah. And I think uh, athletics is just different. Yeah, it's so, way as different. A, as a yeah. whole now, anyway, we didn't have travel ball growing up. Oh, yeah. And, and people ask me all the time, oh, wow, would you have played travel ball? What would you have played? And I said, well, I played, I mean, I played, did play tournament tennis, mm-hmm. but that was so I could get a USTA ranking, you know, so I could have a college coach look at me. Right. Um, 
but uh, that was that was kind of that was different. I mean, I took myself to the tournaments, or my, my parents took me to the tournaments, um, and it was just like a day or two. Um, mm-hmm. During it's usually during the week, but there wasn't travel ball. I think, and people said, "Would you have played?" And I said, "I wouldn't have wanted to play during that time." No, and they're like, mm-hmm. "What? Why?" You know, and I'm like, "Because I was I was able to be a kid, mm-hmm. and also I was able I walked." You know, I walked onto the tennis court, and when I finished with tennis season, I walked. I mean, the the day we lost the state championships in uh, dual teams at Elon, I went to basketball practice. That, I got off the bus and went to basketball practice that night. Right, right. And the day I finished basketball, the next day I walked onto the softball field. And mm-hmm. then that summer, I lifeguarded. Yeah, you know, I worked, mm-hmm. and I played church league softball with my high school coaches and all my friends that played and everybody else so yeah i was able to to just do fun stuff and Mm -hmm. i think that kept the game it kept the games you know just fresh and Mm -hmm. and um you know exciting and something to always look forward to you know we Mm -hmm. were always chasing that elusive state championship i don't Mm -hmm. think yeah i don't i don't know really how important they are to kids these days now well i think (laughs) the mindset is a little bit different um you know when we were growing up we would play sports you know for the fun of it we we play because we love to play we got an immense amount of joy from playing uh whatever sport i mean i love to play tennis i wasn't very good at it i i learned i taught myself how to play i have a a pretty wicked backhand slice but i can tell you that is all my backhand (laughs) is um because that's how i learned how to you know i just would go down to the the tennis court and swat it tennis balls all day long and that's kind of how i learned the game um and uh you know softball kind of was a a derivative from from little league baseball i grew up playing little league baseball then transitioned into softball once i hit that stage where girls were not allowed to play baseball so Mm -hmm. um and and the mindset was we played because we really just enjoyed playing the game and i think the mindset sometimes with with kids is a little bit different it's sometimes it's more like i want to play this game because i can get a scholarship or i can become a professional and it's not always like that but i do think that 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 narrative seems to be a little bit more common now than it was you know as we were kids growing up and playing sports that's just kind of what you did and that being from a small town you know you and to keep from getting bored yeah yeah, you played soccer you know i I laugh we we talk about when we get back for class reunions and different things we our parents would take us to the pool on their lunch breaks Mm -hmm. and this one we were young and they drop us off at the pool they pick us up at six o'clock six o'clock when you got off work or if you had during all stars my grandparents would come out and pick me up from the pool because i had to go home and have a snack and eat Mm -hmm. had to be out of the sun you know if you had a ball game you couldn't go to the pool that day because the sun would zap you but we would go to the pool loaded down you know with our our cooler snacks we'd have our tennis racket and our golf clubs like we'd have one we'd have somebody would bring golf clubs just one one person and on the pool breaks the 15 minute pool breaks every yep. hour we go to the tennis court and then the next hour we go play hole number one at the at the golf course and like we've got 
six people playing out of one one bag but that like that's what we we were kids we just mm-hmm. we had fun and uh you know you, we hated those days the all-star days oh gosh we can't go to the pool you know that's the worst thing happening in your life you can't go to the pool. oh as a kid as in a the kid, summer oh all, yeah you'd have to stay at home all day and do chores uh and uh <laughs> you know whatever that looked like and and you know hope that, that your parents are going to give you an allowance that week because you did some chores yeah <laughs> because you got to have snacks while you're at the pool because you're there for five or six yeah. hours so you got to have something to eat yeah i think the thing my, my parents probably miss the most is uh in the afternoons we'd leave school and we live close to the tennis courts and so all the girls would come to our house to change for tennis practice and so i mean mom was like i mean it, our house was like a revolving door <laughs> they'd come in in the afternoon and she would you know she would cook on the weekends and bake on the weekends so we'd have snacks during you know six girls come in there and wipe her out in in one sitting for the afternoon be like miss becky we, we thanks for letting us come to your house yeah, the pantry's, the pantry's, <laughs> pantry's and, empty <laughs> so then you go to basketball season my basketball girls we we'd come over to the house before ball games i mean there were six or seven of us at the house i mean it's just fun time mm-hmm. it was just fun time softball softball the same i mean it's just great times back with with lots of lots of awesome people and a lot of great memories yes, from sure. uh, from over the years <laughs> well sure. dawn thank you so much for joining well, thank me, you for having me. I, I i have i've been pretty excited because you were actually the you know when i was the, coming up with uh the concept of this podcast i was like there are two people i want to talk to uh specifically and then i'm going to branch out from there and you and amy gardner were the two that i specifically wanted to 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 get so i had to work with your schedule so i well, thank and, you so much for, uh, for having me yes absolutely thank you for coming out and 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 doing some ball games for us at Pitt. We hope to have you out uh, some more this year. Yeah, I would and love to do it. I had a blast really doing it. Really get you involved. And Amy was very excited about it. The girl, the girls loved it. You know, the girls were the girls were pumped. Uh, yeah, I was pretty excited when when she called me and asked me. I was like, "Are you are you sure you want me to go out there? Come on now." <laughs> and she was like, "No, I want you out there." And you know, Amy, she doesn't take no for an answer. Right. No, she doesn't. And uh, and Amy just said, "Look, okay, so you need to be here at this time and don't be late." And I'm. I'm scared of Amy, so I showed up on time. You're 15 15 minutes early. I'm 15 minutes early. Well, Dawn, thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you next time on another edition of Storytellers. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. 